0: Welcome, everybody, to the Lazy Geeks Podcast. I'm
1: Stephen Vargas. I'm Adam Riley. Yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> I did just tell Steve to suck my fan's dick. <laughs> now I'm it looking dope? at my fan like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, should
0: I be sitting this close to it? I don't know. <laughs> should I spit on it or something? I don't know.
1: <laughs> oh, jeez. Well, that's just courtesy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, you so, know what's funny? You know, you brought that up and that brings up an interesting topic. (laughs) I always, you know, when you watch a porn flick, you'll see the dude, you know, he spits on his dick. And then I'm thinking to myself, why is he doing that? When has, I have never had to do that. (laughs) Ever. Like, Steve, have you ever had to do that? No. No. So it it leads me to believe one of two scenarios. Either one, this chick is fucking so goddamn much (laughs) that she just needs some help. Right. Or two, she's so not into what she's doing. <laughs> she's literally doing a grocery list. <laughs> yeah, you know. she's playing fucking Bejeweled Blitz on fucking <laughs> iPad. <laughs> they lean the camera a little too much. <laughs> fuck on that She's playing. Uh, or they she's don't. Playing, fu- they uh, don't fucking uh edit the sound, and all of a sudden you hear you know like melee. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's playing like Marvel Puzzle Quest, <laughs> leveling up Spider Man. You know, just weird shit.
0: Or, or in the back here, here we go.
1: She's playing Marvel <laughs> shit <laughs> with the Wii U pad and shit. <laughs> 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 shit. Uh, yeah, I know. I've always seen that. Like, mm, I'm not really okay. <laughs> it just seems like I don't know if it's. I've always had a problem. Look, I'm a guy, I've watched porn before, and I've enjoyed porn before, but I have a problem with certain aspects of porn, like choking a chick, I don't get that. Oh, right, yeah. Um, where they toss the chick around like she's literally a fuck doll, <laughs> like, who has sex like this? <laughs> it's just not hot, you know? Yeah. They're coming out with porns now, though, so I've heard, that uh, <laughs> that they're actually, they the two people actually look like they give a shit if the other one's breathing (laughs) so it it makes it a little more interesting but this isn't really a porn podcast is it no so it's
0: funny that you bring that up because i was listening to uh uh, kevin smith's modcast the one that he does with uh, scott (laughs) Mosier. this shit was hilarious because they were talking about uh porn and they were talking about you know like you know golden showers and and you know shitting on each other and stuff like that and then he was like he goes yeah and scott's like yeah but there's a there's something that that's, that's a thing now getting off to quick people going sinking into quicksand Dude, there's some that's,
1: that's not right
0: yeah it's like you know because yeah he goes, you know, he goes you know he goes you see it and you know he goes like there's one he goes it's all like production value and this girl's trying to run and then she's just slowly sinking in there and he goes and he gives the she gives this look at the camera like you're gonna help me <laughs> you know but you know it's like i'm like how do you like at what point is that even
1: erotic <laughs> like, and, and also i don't like to put a time limit on it right you know what yeah. i mean i'm like, gonna <laughs> hurry up before this bitch sinks <laughs> yeah Jesus <laughs> you know, it's, I don't know it's, it's, it's just weird
0: what's a thing what becomes a thing it's weird what people are into yeah. you know and, the, and like and the internet where it shows you you're like no nobody can get into that but then you're like well they made it so
1: obviously there's one of the most the most common porn move which I think is dumb is the is the money shot no oh, right it's like okay pulling out makes sense right we've all done that right but the girl not only presents her face, but she wants it. I've yeah. never met a chick. Yeah. I, maybe I haven't dated a slutty enough chick. Right. Now I did have one chick who was not my wife. I just want to say that. That's not wifey material. They ask <laughs> questions like that. Right. It's like, do you want to come on my face? I'm like, no, I don't. And she's like, why? And I'm like, I I respect you as a human being. I don't I don't know. I just come into the fucking towel like everybody else, or you Jeez. know the accidental butt sex. <laughs> yeah, because that's always an accident. Right? Yeah, you know.
0: <laughs> uh, so, speaking of a thing, uh, we have a new thing on the show um, called The Away Team. And it's our, you know, you've heard us promote it before, but we just, uh, last week, we released our second episode of The Away Team podcast, which is our Star Trek The Next Generation dedicated
1: podcast. <laughs>
0: Uh, our the naked now is the episode for this weekend. Oh my god, it's such a bad one! But the cool thing is, coming in June, we got even got a worse one coming up. And uh, was it code of honor? Was it?
1: I might not even show up to this. <laughs> that, that's that's how shitty this <laughs> fucking episode was. Jonathan Franks even deemed it a racist episode. Oh, this, is, this is this is this is the 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 high points of these shows. This is the high point, it's racist. <laughs> um which is kind of fo- funny. <laughs> it focuses on Tasha Yah.
0: It's, bat- bat- <laughs> it's
1: batting a thousand right now. Right. And that's really it. That's <laughs> that's all it is.
0: And it's an African culture uh planet that they arrive on, so double racist. It's fucking Wakanda in space. <laughs> if you look close enough you'll see Black Panther, it's all connected.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the Star Trek universe and the Marvel universe have yeah. mingled.
0: Exactly. It's been. It's go back. Go to I Love Lucy. You'll see signs there. <laughs> the
1: signs were there. <laughs> what the fuck, I Love Lucy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, <laughs> that episode's up now. Called Away Team. You can check it out. On Lazy Geeks or iTunes and Stitcher, all that. If you subscribe to this, you already have it. And if you're looking at it, like, what the fuck is this? That's what it is.
1: Uh, that
0: means you're missing out. Exactly. And <laughs> Adam and I have a lot of fun on these episodes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm
0: telling you, man. Oh man, uh, I I actually list, re-listened to it this week, and I was just cracking up.
1: That's the only podcast of ours that I listen to, <laughs> <laughs> which is kind of sad. I know, right? Actually, I listen to all of them now because I can. I have a job now that I can listen to my headset. It's and almost I'm like not... because I didn't have a job before, so I couldn't listen to it. Right? No, I'm not that into uh, music. I don't know. I I just unless it's I, I an don't yeah, well, you know, but then I gotta dance, right? And I gotta get work done. I can't be fucking jigging around the room, your legs flailing about. I don't need I don't need any ladies falling in love. You understand what I'm <laughs> talking
0: about?
1: Uh, I listen to tons of podcasts all day. So yeah,
0: same here. All right. Um, one other thing uh, that I wanted to touch on. I don't know how many of you attempted to get tickets for Gallifrey One, which is the uh, the tap which they tout as the largest Doctor Who convention in North America. Uh, which is a little weird because it's in a r- small little subsection of the Marriott Hotel. Um, and I've been there before, and it's it's, it's small.
1: I mean, it just means someone's not doing the convention right yet. Right, right.
0: <laughs> so, uh, they opened, they opened uh, ticket sales on Monday, May 4th, and i spent 20 minutes waiting for the fucking screen to fucking load then i finally get into the actual ticket section i'm like sweet finally you know and they're putting up on um on facebook like yeah you know it seems you know yeah it's slow we, we're we not sure what's going on and then people are like what the fuck you know you gotta get your shit together they're like it's not us it's our uh, third party sir you know service that's doing the thing and i and me, being who I am, I put on Facebook like, well, it doesn't matter whose fault it is. You're the face of it. So you're going to get the brunt of it. And if you'd actually spend more time trying to correct the issue than sitting there saying on how much it's not your fault, <laughs> you know, <laughs> this might move a little faster. And uh, and then I, you know, I'm like, cool, got the tickets, put the credit card information in there, submit, Foom. page immediately comes up, registration closed. I was like, what the fuck? They closed registration because it was the only way for them to reduce traffic on their servers. So they were going to do something different. Their solution was to email them at an address that they would release at 12 p.m. the next day. <laughs> and then they would go through each email and then send a link for them to register you drop your money off at yeah, a trash can in front of the library. <laughs> exactly. Unmocked. And I sent my email at 12.02 because I had an issue on my inbox app where I put the email address in there and it it wouldn't let me send right away. So 12.02, I submitted it. Never got an email. And it was like, registration's closed now. We've sold out of everything. And blah, blah. I'm like, what? What? Like, 1202, I submitted the email. And there were people that were on there like, yeah, I submitted at, like, 1202, and I never got the email. I was like, that is the re- re- that is just ridiculous. That's like,
1: stupid. I'm
0: like, you know, and, and I'm like, you know what? I went, it's like, you know, I'm like, look, I went to, you know, Star, Star Wars Celebration, where 60,000 people went to this thing. I got tickets, no problem. WonderCon, same thing. 60,000 people. Went there, no problem. Yeah, Comic-Con has an issue because they sell out really quick. But as of late, you can still get tickets. It's like you are you can only hold like a couple of thousand people. And they're like, well, we've used the service for six years and we don't know what the issue is. Well, you knew something was up. And people are like, you know, there's always people like, they did the best they could. You know, don't don't jump down there. <laughs> and i'm like Fuck them. and i but i was like really because the earlier email said you were going to do it the friday before but you were running some issues so we pushed it till the fourth so obviously you knew something was happening
1: obviously you didn't do right. the best you could <laughs> exactly <laughs>
0: <laughs> so i'm a little annoyed with that and it's with that experience i'm most likely probably not going to go back to that con again
1: it sucks, too, because Doc 2's been so popular in America and it's recently. Like,
0: yeah, and it's like, come on. Your your other event last year sold out in 90 minutes. You're going to tell me you, you're going to use that same excuse
1: we didn't realize the stress it would have? It's like, come on. It's like, then you obviously don't have an IT team, or they're all fucking drunk. Right. <laughs> because it's common sense. You know what I mean? Like This is why I'm happy that I'm going into this field that I'm in college for, because when I get out, it seems I'm going to be one of the few that have common sense. Yeah. So I should be a billionaire by the end <laughs> of the fucking decade. Right, it's ridiculous. Yeah, nonsense. So I'm just bullshit, like, uh, dumb uh, shit. But I think stupid. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs>
0: I think I'm going to try to get into D23 this year, which What's is that? that Disney that Disney Expo event.
1: Motherfucker, I'm with it though. I'm not even talking shit. Uh,
0: Cause it's Disney. it's like fifty bucks for Saturday, like one day, and I was, and they're gonna, you know, it's all Disney, so it's everything under the Disney banner: Disney movies, cartoons, Marvel, Star Wars, all that shit there.
1: All that shit.
0: Yeah, and that because if you, it I, I don't know if you guys have noticed in recent years, but Marvel has actually been, well, anything Disney has actually been kind of skipping or making it very light on San Diego Comic Con
1: they're yeah, they're getting ready to do some shit
0: yeah so they're doing it on on their stuff where they can you know fully you know fully show their shit and all that stuff they
1: don't have to share a space with anybody
0: right so actually looks kind of cool and it's at Anaheim this year so thinking of trying to get some tickets this year it's in August so
1: you shut the way
0: yeah all right shall we head into some news possibly yeah all right, so in TV news, as we start to get news if uh, previously aired shows are returning for the fall, along with Supergirl, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Agent Carter, it seems that the much-speculated Arrow the Flash spinoff has been given the green light and will debut during the 2015-2016 television season. Now, it's we're not sure if it's actually going to be a mid-season series or a full-season pickup, uh, but all of the... Previously speculated characters, the Atom, Firestorm, Canary, um, uh, will be part of the uh, cast, as well as new characters like Rip Hunter and Hawkgirl. And there was no pilot done for this series, like that was done with the Flash. But with the success with the success of both series, it looks like it was pretty much just given an immediate green light. Yeah. Uh, the official synopsis of the series is this. Quote, when heroes alone are not enough, the world needs legends. Having seen the future, one he will desperately try to prevent from happening, time-traveling rogue Rip Hunter is tasked with assembling a disparate group of both heroes and villains to confront an unstoppable threat, one of which not only is the planet at stake, but all of time itself. Can this ragtag team defend an immortal threat unlike anything they've ever known? The series is officially announced as DC's Legends of Tomorrow. It brings together characters from both Flash and Arrow series, like Victor Garber, uh, Brandon Routh, Katie Holt, Lutz, Andrew Arthur Darvill, who those of you who know is Rory on Doctor Who, uh, Sierra Renee, who plays Hawkgirl, and uh, Franz Derme to star alongside with Dominic Purcell, who is currently on the Flash as Captain Cold and his uh, partner in crime, Wentworth Miller. So <clears throat> uh, the production team behind Arrow, The Flash, and Supergirl are going to be behind this series. Uh, there's no, uh, not to mention, obviously, DC's behind it, but this is probably the closest thing we're going to get to a Justice League television show. Straight up. <laughs> uh, which will be cool, and and like everybody else is saying, this will open the, open the doors for crossovers between them and other series like the flash supergirl and uh arrow so i like it when they crossover because it, it makes it kind of cool
1: yeah crossovers are always fun as long as they're not overdone yeah because they can get like you might as well just have your own show now because you guys are <laughs> <laughs> right always riding each other's dicks jesus dude i like the fact that brandon
0: routh is back with dc but he's as like the atom and they've done a couple of little jokes uh, referring to him as Superman.
1: Oh, no, no shit. Because he
0: played that. Like uh, they, uh, they go from Arrow. They visit uh, uh, Central City to get uh, to help uh, figure Star Labs could help uh, the Atom with his suit because there's certain things that that aren't working right. And they're like, and Felicity comes in and they're like, hey, she's like, hey, can you guys come out here? So they're out there. They're like, what are we looking for? And then all of a sudden you see in the sky, like the Atom flying by. And then one of us like, is that a bird? Looks like a plane.
1: (laughs) I was like, nice. Little throwbacks. (laughs) Little shit to Superman. It's all about the throwbacks, motherfucker. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Throwbacks, (laughs) motherfucker.
0: (laughs) Now we have a new podcast coming out. It's gonna be the smooth sounds of Adam (laughs) Riley.
1: Smooth sounds, baby. Yeah, no one would listen to that.
0: And rightfully so.
1: It'd be the highest rated podcast we have on here. <laughs> right? <laughs> Bitches be said to be their panties as shit. You know, whatever. That's kind of a normal thing anyway. But right. um, anyway. <laughs> um, but now so you I can tell f- the wife
0: that, well, it's because of the podcast. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's, you know,
0: just I don't have normally happen. <laughs>
1: um, So I wanted to talk about, since everyone else is talking about it. Your uh, penis. Like, I could. Yeah, right. Well, <laughs> I could, uh, that's another podcast coming to you from Lazy <laughs> Yeah, but wouldn't that podcast run a little long? What? Yes. Be um, anyway.
0: Be a little thick, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: the truth sometimes gets in the way of the news. <laughs> anyway. Anyways. Anyways. Um, everyone's talking about the new Suicide Squad flick um well everyone's talking about harley quinn right Um, right. (laughs) i I was going to sit here and say oh what you know what we think about all the costumes but literally i can't remember any of them i just remember harley quinn so (laughs) (laughs) since that's all that's all you care about about. that's all anyone gives a fuck about. come on (laughs) no one gives a shit that will smith is no one cares (laughs) <laughs> Live long enough to become Uncle Phil. I saw that meme. I was laughing my ass <laughs> up. Uh, <laughs> I haven't seen that one. That's awesome. It was funny. Um so anyway, new Holly Quinn. She got got an outfit going on. What's her T shirt say? Daddy's Daddy's little monster. She's wearing high heels high heel like sneakers, something. Right. Um, she has a little jacket on, red jacket, shirt's white. <sighs> She's wearing high shorts that match the jacket.
0: By the way, you can see the link in the show notes to yeah. the
1: picture. So you, um, so you might be a little bit more enthused to actually see it.
0: And this um, brings
1: us back to the spitting portion at the beginning right, of the podcast. Right. Well, some things we don't need a visual representation. Um, <laughs> the So what do you... Steve, I'm going to open the floor real quick. <laughs> what, do oh. you, what do you think about Holly's? cinematic look
0: um i don't know i mean uh, I, it, obviously it looks like they're going for like the arkham city asylum kind of look um a little bit but i don't know it just fishnets short shorts you know and what looks like a baseball bat I think, was in the picture.
1: Yeah, it's baseball bat. Yeah,
0: yeah I'm, I'm not exactly sure, like, how I feel about it. Like, I, 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 I get it, you know, because obviously she can't have the, you know, little...
1: A giant mallet.
0: Yeah, I mean, that'd be funny, and I think they should have one scene...
1: Where she where she's she, going to get her weapon? And she's yeah. Like, oh, she, no, I'm not going to take.
0: Where <laughs> she picks up like the giant mallet and then kind of goes, you know, then, like tosses it and then goes. Where she
1: wants to take it and someone else is like, "Don't take that fucking like, ridiculous mallet." Or just like really, you know, um, but
0: I don't know. I think she. It just I don't know because it's only a still. So my big concern beyond the costume is her as a character. I think that's still what my giant concern is. is like, how are they going to play? play
1: her but that's what's the most important bit anyway right because let's be honest her outfit in akam asylum the first batman game was horrible yeah it was was dumb as shit but it worked because of the character the character that's being played and i think that um i think that i think it's gonna work if the acting's right if the acting's right it's gonna work but if she's acting just some two-bit whore the whole time, then it's not going to work. Right. You know what I mean? So, the outfit doesn't really bother me that much, and I don't really understand why it bothers everybody else. Um, I think she still looks cute. Right. And that works for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we're going to have to see. It's so sad because I haven't seen uh that Wolf of Wall Street flick that she's in. Yeah,
0: I mean, I've seen her like in that movie. She can be a bitch, and she also can be very, very sexy and very like sensual and teasing. But it's such a different aspect of Harley because Harley is just a homicidal maniac, really.
1: Yeah, there's times where she's a little flirty and stuff, and oh yeah, I mean, I, but she's she's so all over the place about everything, yeah. and and I think that's the key that the the director really needs to understand with this character is that you can't just it's not like most characters where okay you're the slutty one okay you're the you're the smart one she's everything right you know she's obviously smart cuz she has a fucking phd in psychiatry you know right, so right. she knows what's going on and she's a maniac and she's sexy and you know stuff like that so it's it's i think she's going to be one of the most interesting characters in the movie, if they do it right, 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 and then they'll do a Harley Quinn TV show. Uh, she'll get solo movies, <laughs> you know, all types of shit. <laughs> it's gonna <laughs> happen. It's all gonna happen. I see it. You know. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think I think my general consensus is I I don't think it's a bad look um, per se. Do I think it could be better? Yeah, why not? You know, yeah. I guess a few things could be different. I don't I don't really quite understand why everybody. It seems like everybody's got a Letterman jacket in this movie, right? Um, but it, if the director's right, it will all make sense when we when we get to that point, yeah. you know.
0: I think you know while people bitch and moan about the costumes and stuff like that, I think what we gotta really focus in on is the costumes won't mean shit if it sucks, exactly. Or if it, or if she's amazing at it and kills it, but you know, you also have the voice of. Harley Quinn that's been the voice of like the cartoons and the video games has been consistent. So it's like getting used to the fact that Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill aren't playing the Joker and, you know, the voice of Batman.
1: Well, at least, at least too, we know that she's going to be doing like a Brooklyn accent. So they're not changing it, like making her French or some weird shit, you know? (laughs) So at least that's going to be consistent, but how good of an accent it's going to be. Now that's why I kind of brought up Wolf of Wall Street cause I guess she did a New York accent in that one too and I haven't yeah. heard um, so I have no idea how it is. It's on Netflix you should check it out but you got to check yeah, it out no, no. kids
0: are asleep. Yeah. Because the opening shot is, is uh, Leo doing coke off a
1: girl's ass. Oh my kids watch that all the time. <laughs> he I I sh- it. I off, show them reality I, Steve. They watch you, know? you doing it all the time. <laughs> that's right. Off a hook is... You know. <laughs> Uh, that's normal that's normal everyday shit. Exactly.
0: That's growing up
1: that's growing up in your house.
0: <laughs> <laughs> We're growing up. <laughs> that's
1: full house shit.
0: <laughs> All right. Moving on into gaming news. Uh, Back in 2014, Sony announced their own subscription service that they claimed to have the entire library of the PlayStation games for people that want to play on their new PlayStation 4 and eventually on the PlayStation 3 consoles and the PlayStation Vita. Well, as we reach the middle of 2015, we only have 120 games available on the PlayStation 4 console. However, that is about to change. Starting May 12th, that's Tuesday, Sony Wool is making the subscription service available to the PlayStation Three. PlayStation Now senior director John Bruser announced on the PlayStation blog, and that it, it's been in beta since September. And the same rules apply to the PlayStation Three as it does to the PlayStation Four. You'll be able to pay monthly or a th- quarterly fee. I never understood that quarterly fee bit. You know, like but
1: so you could pay for a three month bit.
0: Yeah, and it was just never. It was, I don't know. Just seems odd. But they would do like one, once a month or like,
1: you know, six months. I don't know. Yeah, like why? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> why? <laughs> just, 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 just literally why? Yeah. Uh,
0: the reason that the games have jumped up to about 120 is because they announced five new PS3 titles that will be added for the service in May. Fat Princess, F1 2014, Sanctum 2, Dynasty Warriors Strike Force, and Farming Simulator. That last one, you know, we're on it. I've played that game. <laughs> that leaves the PlayStation Vita, the PlayStation TV, 2015 Sony Blu-ray players, and some 2014 Sony TVs uh, with the service in an open beta. You can sign up for the service with a seven-day free trial, um, and and then go on with a 19.99 monthly fee or 44.99 for three months. Um, I don't know. I was. <clears throat> I don't know. I'm kind of thinking maybe I'll try it, but we'll see.
1: I don't know. I it's everyone's been crying. Oh, you know, PlayStation Four and the Xbox One. They they don't have that many games. Well, they haven't been out for that long. Yeah. You know, it's the same shit when the other consoles came out. You know. It's,
0: yeah, but what bothers me about this is the fact that it's PlayStation Three games. It's like
1: yeah, it's just old shit. Yeah, but that princess has been out forever.
0: Yeah. But I was like, you know, let's let's go back further. Let's bring out some of those old school games and make those streaming. Right. You know, let's go back. Let's let's bring Kingdom Hearts. On right. Let, let's let's go back and get the you know the um, caution cone Laura Croft from like the original PlayStation One. Caution
1: cone. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the caution cone Laura Croft from the original Tomb Raider games. You know. That's funny. Yeah. So. But. Yeah, so
1: No, I agree with you. I, I think and they might do that too, but I think that's something that uh that Nintendo does right. Mm-hmm. You know, they have their they have their eShop and they put the classics on there and Sega and, say, you know, uh, and all, yeah.
0: all of those games on there. And and that's the one thing Nintendo has right.
1: This is the shit that they've already done. <laughs> right. So you know, you can't hate on them for that, I well, guess. I
0: mean, this they finally announced that they're actually making a profit off the Wii U now.
1: Yeah, finally. Yeah, finally. But <laughs> Anyway, speaking of gaming companies that don't make any money... Um, oh! Hey, man. It is what it is, dude. Uh, so Sega won't have a booth at E3 this year. Right. Now, if you... Might be sitting there like everybody else going, I didn't know they were supposed to have one in the first place. (laughs) They were, but they're not going to. Um, Really shouldn't surprise anybody. But uh, And and for two reasons, not only for the joking reasons that they're a bullshit company, because they're really not. I mean, they're they're doing some things right now, but that's kind of the main thing. Uh, They were talking to Game Informer, a representative from Sega was quoted. He said... Uh, they'll be focusing on the restructure and relocation to southern california um so they're not going to be attending E3 uh this year in a booth you know now you might have might not have realized cuz it was it's kind of old news now but uh they are relocating to uh california so so they're, they're, they're moving
0: the, into a garage right out here in glendale
1: <laughs> they had one of one of the uh leaders over there at Sega, their mom lives in california <laughs> And, I no, was
0: just on. thinking that. <laughs>
1: come on. Um, and more quotes. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's quote it up today. Yeah. Um, with the majority of bigger titles launching later in 2015-2016, particularly those from our AAA studios, Relic Entertainment, Sports Interactive, and Creative Assembly, we are concentrating our efforts for some of these major announcements after our relocation. So it basically translates into they have nothing going on right now. Right. And they have to wait. Now that doesn't mean you won't see Sega products at E3. They will be littered all over the fucking convention, um, just at other people's booths, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, if if they have a game coming out on the PlayStation, you might see it there at the PlayStation booth Sony or booth, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So <sighs> Sega's not dead. I mean, they did. They their studio, the main Sega studio, is kind of. Eh. But this, the studios they own are making some shit, like Relic and Creative. And, right. um, even though it didn't get excellent reviews, that recent Alien game yeah. it wasn't too bad, you know, um, depending on who you ask. <laughs> uh, but we'll see what happens. I know that they're, they're trying to do a lot of shit next year, so. You never know. You yeah. never know. Sega could make a comeback. They could make the Dreamcast 2. And fucking all types of crazy shit should, could happen. You'd have no fucking... You'd be like, what? Yeah, you're, t- you're crazy shit, all right. That's S- right. Uh,
0: Dreamcast 2. <laughs> hey, you got to dream big to be big, right? <laughs> uh, all right. Well, dipping into comics, uh, this week, we... It's really the... Instead of really doing news this week, because we're just really going to talk about the two big issues that came out this last week yeah uh on my side marvel's biggest uh comic release was secret wars number one the thing they've been talking about for like the last what six months uh which the reboot revamp whatever you want to call it uh it's true everything dies in this issue they don't make any qualms about it. It's just... it's the
1: Game of Thrones of Marvel. Exactly, yeah. Nobody's safe. Um.
0: So, a uh, quick review of the comic. Uh, picks up with uh, the six one six being invaded by the Ultimate Universe, which is the sixteen ten Universe, I think they called it. Uh, you have Nick Fury, Hawkeye, Tony Stark, uh, being led by the Ultimate Universe Reed Richards, whose attack, who's uh, creating a incursion into the 616. So you have Spider-Man and Captain America. Reed Richards trying to evacuate some of the biggest key players from the Marvel Universe to go out there to
1: try to keep humanity alive. Uh, and why why are these people from the Ultimate Universe attacking the 616? Because in uh, in it,
0: this is something that if you guys actually Google, you know, what you need to know for Secret Wars, this is actually uh, covered in that. And what it, basically, what's happened was, is that they've known that the universes were going to uh, collapse in on each other. So the Illuminati in the Marvel Universe decided to start taking out other, other universes, and evil Reed Richards decided that knew that only two universes were going to be left, the main universe and his universe. So in order to save his universe he was going to create an incursion into the 616 universe to destroy it so his universe will survive. What a dick. Yeah, so things don't go so well. That's why the Fantastic Four aren't that popular anymore. He's a fucking asshole. <laughs> right. There's a lot of heavy casualties in it like people characters dying a heinous death Um, But the end of the issue is just the universe kind of annihilates itself, both universes. And we're left with, uh, I think it's Thanos, Doctor Doom, meeting with God, but it's really the Beyonders.
1: Oh, we're safe now. Yeah, exactly. Jesus. So
0: so, uh, it's a very, very action-packed issue. It's gonna leave you a little confused if you're gonna jump into it because it is written by Jonathan Hickman who's been doing this for years. Um, some of the articles that I've read even went back to his run on the Fantastic Four of like the no little, of the of the little footnotes he he kind of set up. Um, good. Yeah. So yeah. So there's a lot of information, and it's it's kind of good to read it because you'll at least get the gist of it instead of reading all the issues. Um, yeah. But it. If you take it for what it is, like, you know, I read a lot of the Avengers, you know, the Avengers Time Runs Out series, and obviously, you know, that's supposed to be a parallel Earth. And now you're getting into this, and then it's just kind of a lot going on, so waiting for issue two is going to be interesting. But of course, spawning off of this are a lot of parallel universe one shots, battle worlds, things, so. It should be it to me. The the storyline was really pretty much kind of similar to what you saw in Convergence, yeah. where you kind of jumped into it, uh, except it wasn't solely like based on another universe. Not even the main universe. This one was back and forth on both. Um, really cool. I thought the artwork was actually really good and really clean on this episode. Kind of chaotic, but you still kind of. There's a lot to look at because there's a lot of stuff that... I. It took me a longer time than usual to read this comic because so much is going on in each little panel that you kind of have to watch it to take in.
1: Kind of have to pay attention a little bit more.
0: Yeah, so I thought it was a really great issue, a really strong issue one. Uh, And then the whole beginning and bookend with Doctor Doom, bookending the book. Um, I think it's going to be interesting to read. Uh, Definitely not what we, you know not what you expected like the original uh secret wars right so uh yeah i i recommend it. if you haven't picked it up by now definitely do um check it out you, you don't have to get all the special titles that will come out yes, but... you do. <laughs> <laughs> but if you like to see different takes on your favorite stories that'll be times when you pick those ones up
1: buy them all Go <laughs> marvel. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh Jesus, yeah! Secret Wars looks dope as shit. I actually haven't read it yet. Um, I'm jealous that Steve has read it. Like, it's um, it reminds me of what what DC did with it rebooting some shit. But it looks like Marvel's doing it a little different. Yeah. You know, and it, it makes it it makes it a little bit more interesting to see how that's gonna play out. And um,
0: yeah, because like with Flashpoint, it was.
1: Just a- Flashpoint was cool, but it was like quick as fuck. Like, yeah, five issues and yeah, come on, you yeah. could have did something a little bit more with that. But I think they were just they wanted to get on with it. They didn't want to fuck around anymore. Right. So
0: could have probably made it really complex. But now you have a comic with Hick- Jonathan Hickman, which will be complex. Oh yes, <laughs> and it'll go over your head probably.
1: Yeah, right. The fuck over it. <laughs> <laughs> it will not uh, go right. over my head because I have quick reflexes. <laughs> <laughs> I would catch it. <laughs> um what I was reading, now there was a few, you know, I know convergence is going on and stuff and it's kind of winding down and um it's also not holding my it's not bad, it's just not holding my attention too much. Yeah. Um I thought ba- that
0: was a weekly book.
1: Yeah. Cuz I was They're looking getting a, through it pretty quick. I'm
0: like what five, issue 5 already? What the fuck? Yeah.
1: <laughs> but that Batman issue 40 though. There you go. Now that grabbed my fucking that grabbed my attention by the balls. So, spoilers all over the fucking place cuz I do not give a fuck. Um So this is yet another story where Batman dies. <laughs> uh, and I loved I loved how now That's it, not
0: really it, a spoiler
1: because he's no, died before. <laughs> he dies all the time. But it's um the the way this happened, I I legitimately think this is one of the best deaths. Now, honestly, I don't. They leave it kind of open if you're paying attention to the panels, and right. um, but basically, Joker. This is this is also the tail end of um end game. End game, yeah. Thank you. Um, and you know, Joker's pretty much destroyed Gotham at this point. Um, with this virus and shit that's turning everybody all Jokerfy and typical shit that he always does, but. Um, on a big scale. Now they're finally finding shit out. And I'm not gonna ruin that, Pat. You can read it. Um, and the final battle at the end is just Joker and him. And they, there's like a lot of callbacks to classic shit, like the Joker actually threw fucking playing cards yeah, at Batman. The Joker and, playing cards. You know, and that was pretty cool.
0: And Batman but, <laughs> takes some serious fucking hits in this. Oh one yeah, too.
1: Batman. Batman was getting the shit kicked out of him. And then um. The coolest part was is so they're both dying, and they need to get to something so they don't die. That's that's all I'll say. And the the basically it completely flipped on the audience where Batman was acting crazy,
0: yeah. and the
1: Joker was not. So Joker's like, "Get off me! Yeah. I need to go." Did and you, Batman's you, like, yo, "Go ahead." No, and Batman's like, uh, um, "I you know what? Fuck it! I have it right here."
0: Uh, the, the the joker becomes more about self-preservation
1: yeah Then then we then we're used to seeing it yeah and he says like he's trying to get someone batman's like no no wait i said wait and he holds him down and um he, he starts going on about some shit like i need you to forgive me yeah like i want i want you to stay here with me i need you to forgive me and um, it's basically if, if he's gonna it's, so Steve told me earlier if he's gonna go so's the Joker yeah you know and it was a really good scene like yeah. the whole book and I thought Endgame was good all through yeah the the threat is kind of common like Joker's made. you know there's a new Venom that he's doing and right. all that but the 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 psychology behind this book this whole series of the end game was so good. I, it was, I think, I think it's been overshadowed a little bit by convergence. Yeah. And it really fucking shouldn't be like, it's yeah, really good. I, I,
0: I really have to admit, you know, I haven't really followed this, the end, end game very much, but what reading the last, like couple of issues, I was like, this, this had my attention more than convergence did.
1: Oh yeah. 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 It's just sexy. Yeah. You know? And, um, that, um, that's really that's all it that needs to be said. But it's it's just if you haven't been reading, definitely check it out. Um,
0: and if just leaves it,
1: oh, go ahead. No, it's just issue 41's up in the air at this point. Yeah, because pretty much it looked like Batman and Joker died, but we all know those are two characters that really don't die. Right. right. So we will just have to see what pans out, but it's going to be really interesting. I can't wait for issue forty-one.
0: Yeah, and if you're
1: and if you haven't really you know, checked
0: out this one, just note that if you have, if you haven't read 40 yet, pick it up. Or if you're waiting for the trade, it's definitely going to be one of those trades you're going to pick up.
1: Oh yeah. 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 Cause so. it's, um, if when the end game trade comes out, you definitely need to pick it up. If you haven't followed cause it's so good. It's just, ooh, uh, <laughs> it turns me on <laughs> just really good writing. Yeah. You know, and, and I don't, I'm not, let me check, but, but it's Scott sure. Snyder.
0: It's Scott Snyder. And, is Scott started doing the right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And and that's the thing is, is yeah. that he's written some of the best Batman
1: stories of the New Fifty Two. Um, uh, so it, it, I think Batman's been really strong in the New Fifty Two, the main Batman book, starting all the way back from um the whole Court of Owls. Yeah. And I think they've really done a great job. Um, and some of the other Batman books have been kind of hit or miss, you know, the the Dark Knight and all the shit like that. Um, but this one. This one's been real good. Just the yeah. main Batman book. Detective comics are right too. But detective comics detective comics and action comics are the two that are always they're always doing some weird shit. Yeah. Like sometimes it's good, sometimes it isn't. Yeah.
0: Eh. Little stories that are almost kind of
1: outside of the normal Yeah. Yeah. Or then they try to do something that's a thing and you're like, oh
0: <laughs> and we're and we're saying it. No, it's not a thing.
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> all right.
0: Moving on into tech news. Techno. Techno. It seems more and more evident that internet service providers will be using every trick in their arsenal to stop or at least slow down the rollout of the Federal Communication Commission's decision to reclassify uh, providers as common carriers under Title II of the Communication Act. As many. Oh, I like the way that whole first line flowed. Um,
1: Very, very impressive. Yeah.
0: Uh, Hold on a second. Um, As many. As many of the major companies have filed lawsuits, it seems that many cable c- groups are preventing the action from taking effect prior to the court's, to a court's ruling. Cable groups like the National Cable and Telecommunications Association and the American Cable Association, the Wireless Association, and U.S. Telecom, which is acting on behalf of Verizon and AT&T, have filed a petition to stay the ruling in case... In case the appeals turns toward the cable company's favor, now the providers are required to petition the FCC before they can ask for a stay in court. The idea is to get the FCC to approve the stay without making, uh, without having the court get involved. Although it seems like a lot of fancy that the FCC would rule in favor of the uh, in their favor, US Telecom asked the FCC to act by May eighth to allow adequate time for a judicial stay determination if necessary in order for uh to make their request somewhat bearable they're asking only for a partial stay leaving the net neutrality rules that ban blocking or discriminating against traffic of course uh providers are fighting to overturn the reclassification that's needed to that was needed to put net neutrality in place quote the order claims the fcc over peering agreements involving broadband internet access providers inserting the fcc into internet peering for the first time us telecom said in its announcement the claim of control raises concerns that the area of the internet will be subject to governmental delays and second guessing having harming investment and innovation Since the order was adopted, some companies have already threatened to initiate FCC enforcement actions to achieve peering arrangements favorable to them, no matter what the balance of traffic is between providers. In the past, agreements were negotiated party to party without any government involvement. The reclassification is set to take place on June 12th, uh, which puts providers under the gun to get a judicial reversal, but many consider that a long shot. Another issue that providers... Would have under the title too is their ability to let customers complain about unjust and unreasonable charges, thus holding them responsible t- to the FCC for having t- for having to answer those. But it doesn't look like that's going to change. And in fact, a um, this came out on Sunday where we're recording the podcast is that the FCC actually rejected their petitions. So it's probably going to still they're going to have to go to court to try to get a stay on it. But it's unless they get some wacky judge that says, you know.
1: Do- 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 do. <laughs> exactly.
0: Um, you know, it looks like this is going to be you know,
1: all for not. All for naw. No. Mm-hmm. All for nah. All for nah. <laughs> <laughs> um this I'm I'm honestly getting a little tired of this fucking net neutrality shit. Yeah. Like it's it's obvious what people want. Right, right. So, just get on with it. <laughs> yeah. Get fucking around. You
0: know? Yeah. But they, they, I love how they keep saying that it's, oh, it's going to stifle innovation. At what point? Because you guys are the ones controlling the cards. If anyone's stifling innovation, it's you. Well, what I don't, here's the
1: main point. We've had net, net neutrality all this time. Mm-hmm. How's the innovation been since the 90s? Seems to be going pretty well. Yeah. I mean,
0: people like, you know, and, and then you have like those politicians that are like, they're going to handle it like the phone. And it's just like, yeah, where have we had the problems with phones. It's just keeping everything the same. And, you know, it's,
1: but it, it you know. just makes very little sense to me. Yeah. How, it, and it's, it's all, it's all scare tactics. Oh, yeah. You know, it's all bullshit. And people don't even realize it. Like, they're just like, oh, what's happening? Why is the internet different? It's not, nothing's fucking different. Yeah. Assholes, <laughs> you know. So, we'll see what happens.
0: Yeah. So but, I mean, well, you should see in less than a month to find out what's going on.
1: Yup, yup, uh, So, so. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I closed the wrong window. Jeez. Um, I'm gonna read this out <laughs> that I wrote. <laughs> No. This is Steve's other tech. I did no tech news at all this week and you know what? Fuck YOLO. I don't give a fuck. Whatever. So I have my bitches do that for me. So (laughs) Comcast wants you to like them now. It's so (laughs) funny. I told Steve, I picked this article. I haven't even read the article. I just I love the I love the (laughs) title. Just I knew it was gonna be funny. So I'm gonna read his article and we'll talk about it are uh, To you, I'm not going to read it to myself. Um, <laughs> that would be kind of funny. Just hold yeah, on
0: like, for a second. Yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 and with you still there? Okay. Um, <laughs> there are many things that went wrong with Comcast. The Comcast Time 1 emergent. Um, some may say it was the way Comcast handled their prior promise to the government when it acquired NBC Universal, their lousy customer service, or, or their restrictions on the technical side. There are many reasons, but it seems that Comcast wants to try and reshape their negative image." Well, unfortunately, it was all those reasons. That's- <laughs> <laughs> um, they announced on Tuesday that they will be creating 5,500 customer service positions as part of a multi-year customer experience transformation. Uh, their goal is to make you like Comcast and enjoy being a part of their customer base. Well, they can probably shoot for you, you tolerating them and, and causing less problems between between them and the FCC. Yeah, that's about as good as it's going to get. Yeah, exactly. um, since they could not force more people to sign up with Comcast, they are going to take the traditional approach to try and improve their service. They claim that they are quote setting a goal to always be on time for customer appointments by Q3 of 2015 end quote they will invest in training for technicians and do not that do not follow this promise and will credit customers $20 each time the technician misses their scheduled appointment comcast will be attempting to bring some changes to the customer service side as well hopefully they will be able to stop the name changes, like asshole customer and such, those are just funny to me. <laughs> um, they are working on a new service tool that will make service calls less traumatic, as well as quote simplifying billing, and and create better policies to become greater consistency, to provide greater consistency and transparency to customers. Uh, end quote. As we have been, or as we have seen with Comcast in previous outings, they are not too keen on keeping their promises to the government, like with the Hulu debacle. So why should we believe their pledge to customers? We cannot think of a good one, but we shall. But we shall. <laughs> fucking Steve. <laughs> but we shall see how long this lasts. It's Shakespearean with this fucking. Uh, <laughs> Comcast. Been. Sorry,
0: Worf inhabited my body for a second. Nice. <laughs> we shall see. Uh, at the we end, shall I was,
1: see. At the end, I was going to put, perhaps today is a good day to die. <laughs> In Klingon, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um. Well, this is just Steve's opinion. We're going to talk about that, so I don't really need to read it. Um. I, th- I think it's funny that everything that Comcast is pledging is shit that they should have been doing from the beginning. Oh, right. They're going to train their technicians. Well, that's great. You should have been doing that from the start
0: why and it's funny that they bring this out now after the the merger failed like yeah. this should have came out before like you know this is what we're going to do and and some people some longtime customers that i've been reading on certain on sites and stuff that were saying that yeah they've made this promise before now they're going to try it again
1: <laughs> yeah it's it's the, th- the thing is at the end of the day the way it's set up you don't have a choice if you want cable, that's your cable company. Right. If if they're in the area unless you want to go with satellite. Right. There's nothing you can fucking do about or it. Or
0: you want to go with Verizon Fios and, and uh get warning shots when you use over seven terabytes of
1: data. Yeah. <laughs> warning shot. They're gonna send goons to your fucking house. Yeah. Big Tony and
0: It's <laughs> <laughs> like, eh, hey, I hear you've been using about a uh, you know, quite a hey, lot yeah, of yeah. bandwidth.
1: I hear you've been uh Enjoying our service a little too much, there, buddy. Then you have right. the
0: little guy going. So, so you like the internet, huh? See, see, yeah. But we're gonna, we're gonna make sure you don't use as much bandwidth now. See, see. Say, say.
1: <laughs> so these are twenties gangster. You're like, right? <laughs> like, what the hell? <laughs> Did well, I just... that's that's about how long it takes them to keep up with shit. Yeah, so that makes sense. <laughs> that's true. Um, well, one thing, one,
0: one thing Comcast needs to do, and this is one of the biggest pet peeves that I've been hearing, is that they still block out people from PlayStation that they can't log into, like, HBO Go. Because if you're a customer with Comcast, you cannot access it. Like a That lot makes of, no sense. Yeah. And it's just like, so
1: they still block out customers. And it's just like, come on, dude. But that's the thing. It's, it's how it's set up. That it you you can only have one cable company in an area. Yeah, they don't they can get away with that shit Absolutely. because it's, who's gonna fucking challenge them? Exactly. You know, CenturyLink, hmm. Google. Yeah, you know, it's well, it may be. Yeah. Google might be the savior. Who knows? Or the downfall. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. You never know.
0: They're like, oh, you're gonna you're gonna send it for him. great. We're gonna give sell all your personal information. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, many times people, companies and someone does something that's straight up bitch. This is a section of the podcast called This Week's This Bitch. So this week's This Bitch is of course, if you haven't heard by now, the cancellation of Constantine. Uh last couple of weeks we've heard that, you know, the Constantine was originally given a series pickup, but after the first few episodes, NBC reneged on that and just kept him at thirteen. And the series ended, uh, I think at the end of last year and had been sitting, waiting now, a couple weeks ago, like two weeks ago or something like that, they met with NBC with plans for doing a season two, like how they would go about it. Uh, While the producer was on going on Twitter and uh, all the social media sites saying, we're not dead yet. Um, it to, it basically came down to what kind of new shows they were coming out with and how many of them were going to go straight to series cuz that's usually that's why you know shows like community lasted as long as they did on NBC when they probably would have been canceled after season 1 or 2 right um was simply because they didn't have any new shows to go in their place so it appears that NBC has enough and uh decided to cancel NBC's got
1: a few a few shows coming out
0: yeah so they decided to go ahead and give dro- finally drop the axe on Constantine. Does that mean Constantine is is down is gone? No, there are still possibilities that it may move to another network because once a series is canceled, uh, a lot of shows now are given the proviso that they can shop the show around to other networks. If you remember, Scrubs actually started on NBC and then ended up finishing on another network for its last season or two. Yeah. Uh, it, and the same thing happened with a bunch of other shows. Uh, it's going to be those types of – it's going to be that type of thing. I mean, we've heard this before. Look at um, uh, Community. They got a new show on Hulu. I mean, I'm sorry, Yahoo. And the Mindy project was just recently canceled, and it looks like Hulu might be picking it up. So we don't know yet uh, what might happen. It, will it still be called Constantine? Who knows? Will they revamp it to make it more Hellblazer? Depends on where it lands. But uh, we'll, we'll eventually see what's, yeah. what's going to happen. It I always liked the, show. On the tone I, of the network. I like the actor that played Constantine. Yeah. I really liked him. I thought he was perfect choice. The hair, everything was perfect choice for Constantine. I know you're partial to Keanu, but you know.
1: Well. You know, you can't always get the best. Right. You know, so. <laughs> right.
0: so uh you know, the question out there to all of you I post this on Twitter, Facebook, and um using the hashtag save Constantine was uh do you guys think it deserves another season, another chance to on a on maybe a better network than NBC? And keep in mind, I posted this in an article that came out today. Is that NBC actually was the same network that canceled uh, that uh, canceled uh, Star Trek, the original Star Trek series? They also canceled the series Southland, which was a which was a police drama that actually ended up getting picked up by TNT, I think, and ran for like six seasons. Yeah, and got a big following. So
1: they don't always make the right choices, those yeah. networks, you know. So you never know. You never know. You never know.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The so, world may never know. Yeah. So if you would like to recommend a this bitch
0: for the podcast, please recommend it to us on a Twitter at the lazy geeks one word using the hashtag this bitch. All right, so if you liked what you heard, then go ahead and subscribe to this podcast. And once you subscribe, you will automatically receive all our podcast content, two shows, twice a week. We make it extremely easy for you guys to get all our content. Also, spread the word, because we can only do so much. If you dig the show or like hearing two dudes make complete assholes out of themselves, let people know. They'll thank you for it later.
1: They will. Yeah, absolutely. Absolut a pause a fucking lootly. <laughs> Oh, yeah. See? <laughs> I knew it. Yeah, I told So you. now I got to explain it now. So we have a new outro where I'm actually involved. <laughs> and I tell Steve, fucking, I fucking don't need to read it. I'm fine. And he's like, no, you need to read it. And I'm like, I'll be fine. Fucked it up just now. <laughs> Missed Q. Ah, Jesus. All right. <clears throat> <laughs> Way to be professional. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so because we have no life. And this is very true. Um, the least you guys can do to, to help our self-esteem um, is head over to iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you get the, the shows from. Hit us with a comment, even a negative comment, just, just to know that you're there, really. <laughs> yeah. um, now, if you're old school, you subscribe to the RSS feed. Um, that's that's OG, really, because that's how I do it. Yeah. Um, head over to our website, thelazygeese.com. Uh, drop a comment on there. Uh, tell us how big our dicks are. You know, whatever you got to do. <laughs> you know, to get you through the day. Exactly.
0: Um, and if you have some ideas or topics for the show, don't be afraid to share them. There are, stu- there are no stupid ideas, just stupid people. So you can hit <laughs> us up on Facebook, The Lazy Geeks, Twitter, at The Lazy Geeks, Instagram, The Lazy Geeks, Google+, Plus, The Lazy Geeks. Are so you seeing a pattern here? Uh, so we're also up on Snapchat now, and you know it,
1: The Lazy Geeks. <laughs> <laughs> Lazy geeks, lazy, lazy lazy Yeah. Um you can even send us an email. Now this email might throw you for a loop. All right. <laughs> right. And if you're if you're a lady, hey, you know, want to send some uh not safe for work photos. <laughs> exactly. Nothing wrong with that. You know. Anyway, email is the late no wait, up see, I fucked it up. I told you the email's confusing. Yeah. Okay. Um thegeeks at thelazygeeks dot that... Not dot net. Yeah, We're right. official this yeah. motherfucker.
0: Yeah. Not dot info dot xx x. dot net.
1: Hit me up at the geeks at compuserve.net or our alternate aol dot com. <laughs> and we pay for that email.
0: Exactly. Yeah, exactly. We're cute because we pay for emails. Right. So that is it for this week's edition of the Lazy Geeks Podcast. I'm Steven Vargas.
1: I'm Adam Riley. Peace out. Uh-huh.